Welcome, everyone. Um, thank you for coming tonight. Um, so welcome to phase three of Imagine Madison. Um, I want to say welcome and thank you all very much for attending this evening. Um, I know everybody's got very busy schedules, so thank you for, for joining us um, tonight as we plan for Madison's future. Um, so I just wanted to point out um, a couple of the staff members here in case you have any questions throughout the night. Uh, my name's Kirsty. Um, and we also have Heather Stouter, Director of the Planning Division, in the back. A couple other staff members. We have Brian Grady, who is the project manager for this project for Imagine Madison. Then we have Ben and Savannah. Um, Ryan is in the back somewhere, and Anna is around as well, too. And then we have um, someone from finance tonight, from the finance department, at the back if you have any questions about the city's budget or about um, the open data program that the city has right now. Um, so I just wanted to point those things out and if you have any questions please find some staff and we'll, we'll help you out. Um, we also have some amazing food at the back from La Taguara. We've got plenty. Please get up, grab another plate. This is, you know, this is very casual. Get up, take a phone call if you need to. Um, we've got lots of food so please enjoy. Um, and I also wanted to point out the bathrooms, if you're looking for the restrooms, just out the hallway, and then take a left, you'll find those there. Um, so we're going to get started. Um, first, we're going to start with just a little bit of a presentation, about 15 or 20 minutes, just on some background information about Imagine Madison, if you're not familiar with the project. Um, and then we'll get going with some feedback activities so you all can share your ideas. So... Um, we'll have three rounds of some feedback activities um, starting after this presentation. Um, and we'll explain that in just a moment here. But first, to start with some background information. Um, Imagine Madison, if you don't know much about it, is the process to update the city's comprehensive plan. Um, and that is essentially it's a policy document and vision for decision-making and investment in Madison's future. So it's a plan for Madison's future. Um, and it covers lots of different topics, things such as housing, transportation, land use, the environment, all sorts of different topics, um, and makes recommendations for the way that we want to see Madison in the future. So it's a community vision for the way that we want to see Madison grow and change and adapt to um, the way that things are changing right now. Um, so we update this plan every 10 years, and it looks out 20 years into Madison's future and makes recommendations. Um, so you can see from this graphic here, it's um, sort of like an umbrella plan for many of the other city plans that we have. So it provides some of the higher level policy recommendations and then there's lots of other city plans that fill in some of the more details um, regarding all these topics. Just a quick look at the timeline. So we kicked off this project last fall uh, starting with focusing on the, the main citywide goals that we wanted to address. Um, and then in phase two, we focused on what strategies should we use to actually achieve those goals and updated the future, future land use map. And now in phase three, we're focusing on prioritization. So that's what we're going to cover tonight um, is uh, the prioritization of you know, what's most important to, to, to address first. And then in phase three, which will be uh, in the early part of 2018, um, we'll go through the review and drafting process. We'll write the plan and then make some revisions and changes and go through adoption. 
So that'll be in the spring of 2018. So just a little bit more detailed look. Um, beginning in phase one, we set out some, some of those big picture goals. We got feedback from the community members at each of these phases on the goals. Then we revised those um, 13 draft goals and reorganized them into the, the six themes, which is how the tables are organized tonight and how we'll organize the plan moving forward. In phase two, we um, talked about the strategies to actually achieve those goals. Um, so what are the actual things that we need to do to make Madison better and to, to achieve the goals? We got um, community feedback on the draft strategies and then revised them and expanded the list. And at the same time, uh, we updated the future land use map um, and then got some community feedback on it and have since put out another revised draft. So moving on to what we're going to focus on tonight is strategy prioritization and growth prioritization. Um, so this is all about deciding, you know, what is really most important to address first. Um, if we have a plan that's got a thousand recommendations in it, it's really like we have a plan with zero recommendations because we need to sort of go through and say what is really most important to make this very actionable um, as we move forward in the process. So tonight is all about prioritization. Um, and with that, I'm going to hand it over to Savannah who will explain the first activity. Okay. So as Kirsty said, we're really focusing on prioritizing the contents within the plan. So the goals and today about the strategies within the plan. So the question overarching of today is what is most important to the community? And that's what we're really asking you to talk about as a group uh, throughout the evening. So we've had over thousands of comments or over a thousand comments as a city throughout this process so far through online at public meetings and festivals, other small group organization meetings. And now we've uh, synthesized all of this and created the strategies within the plan. And again, it's all about with all this information, what should the city really focus on? So as Kirsty mentioned, you were all sitting at tables for the most part, there's a map activity in the back that we'll talk about shortly, but you're all sitting at tables that are focused on a particular theme within the plan. So again, there are six themes and um, six tables with the seventh map table. And we're gonna be focusing this evening on the strategies and the actions. So the theme is the overarching concept. Then we get into the goal, which is a broad idea. It's on these sheets of paper. You can read that there's two goals per theme. And the strategies get more into more specific, but still kind of vague. And then the actions are very concrete steps to accomplish the goal or the strategy. So I'm gonna give a little bit more about ideas about the actions because it's important as we move in through today. The question when we're talking about actions, or we ask you to ask yourself, would somebody specifically know what to do? That's what defines an action. If you can ask that question, if the answer is yes, then it's most likely an action. So for instance, diversify the urban tree canopy is pretty vague. I'm not sure that I would know what to do to accomplish that task, but inventory what types of trees exist in the city is pretty clear. I could get going on that. Yeah. Okay, so I think 
Inventory, there'd be much, multiple steps as far as this action goes, but for this situation, inventory would be the idea of getting a baseline understanding of what's happening. And then once we know the inventory of the trees, we can see what's lacking or how it isn't diverse. I think the, the main concept of this is not necessarily, well, it is about the progression, but more about the, the specificity of it is the point that I guess I'm trying to get. Does that... Make sense what you're saying? Okay, so going on to the bottom, we talk about preserving, defining, defining views of the lakes, the downtown skyline, and the capital. Again, I'm not exactly sure how to go about that, but one step to get started with that would to be create a map that shows the views that already do exist to get understanding of that. Okay, so just keep this in mind as you're going. I encourage you all throughout the evening to challenge each other and say, would someone um, know what to do with what you just suggested? So the activity is at your table. You have these large sheets of paper, and we're asking you as a group to collaboratively decide what strategies are the most important to you. So you have these small sheets of paper, these colored sheets. Oh, yes, uh, Kirsty has this. So these small sheets of paper, you have, each table has around 10 to 12, which represent the strategies that the community has collaboratively decided upon. So these are, these are the strategies. And together, decide which ones you think are the top five and then tape them in that section. And then along with each strategy, we'll ask you to determine specific actions to accomplish that strategy. So as you can see, you can, you may, we understand that you won't probably, you may not fill out the entire sheet, but if you have one action or a couple actions for each strategy that you'd like to share, we encourage you to write that down. And again, it's a team exercise so that you can decide together. We know it can be hard to, to decide together, but that's what we really wanna see today, uh, some collaborative thinking and working on that. Thanks, Chrissy. Okay, and some things to help you at your table. You have the, the instructions if you need a reminder, but also there's these two sheets of paper. The first one provides example actions for each strategy for that table. So just to give, get you started, if you have any, would like any ideas of how, as a reference, that's there. And then you'll notice on the sheet, there are some words that are highlighted in orange, and those are the ones that are defined in the next sheet. We recognize that planning has a lot of jargon in it, and it may be helpful to have some definitions of some of the terms. So that's here. Um, there's around 50 definitions, but if you have more questions about what the strategy is trying to say or any other issues, our, the staff is all around the room to help you with that. We also have this activity online, just as a reminder. So we encourage you if you haven't, um, or if you know people who weren't able to come today who may be interested, like your friends, family, and whatnot, please go online at imaginemadisonwithwi.com. And the simil there's a very similar activity where you can prioritize the strategies and then write action ideas. Okay, so in this activity, you'll have 20 minutes at each table, and then we'll ask you to get up and rotate or find a new table with new people and focus on a different topic. So there are three, three rounds. You'll have a chance to get to three topics. There's also the map activity, which is part of the rounds, but Ben is gonna describe that. And um, just as a reminder, it's 20 minutes, which goes pretty quick. So we're gonna give you a warning or a heads up when 10 minutes is down, and that would be, we would recommend that you be somewhere ready to start talking about action items if you're if you're able to. So just, um, again, it's pretty fast, uh, so it'll go by fast, so keep that in mind. Um, and now Ben will talk about the growth and mapping. I'm 
so one of the other uh, activities that uh, is available at uh, table, kind of in the back corner uh, by all the boards, uh, deals with growth prioritization. And um, one of the things that I wanted to uh, review prior to that activity is why this is something that we need to undertake as a city and as a community. Um, we're anticipating that the city will be adding about 70,000 new residents and about 40,000 new households through the year 2040. Um, and of course, the question for that is where would these new residents and new households be located? Um, will we proceed with uh, kind of expanding the city's boundaries uh, with, through edge development, um, you know, single-family homes, multifamily on the edge of the city? Um, would we look to have more re infill and redevelopment to accommodate that growth? Or would, would we do some sort of mixture in between on that, on that spectrum? One of the things that, uh, one of the tools that we're using to kind of analyze um, the impacts of those different styles of growth is called Urban Footprint. Um, that's a growth scenario modeling tool. Um, it, Urban Footprint allows the city to model the potential impacts of different styles of growth in these seven categories that I'm showing up here on the screen. Um, we can not only do that through using different numerical metrics, but also through mapping. Um, this is an example of vehicle miles traveled, so it's kind of traffic, basically, that is generated by different uh, development in different areas of the city. Um, you can kind of see the downtown isthmus um, as may be expected due to the mixed use. Tends to generate a lot less traffic than areas on the outskirts or beyond Madison's border. Um, but we can also see this is actually a future development scenario. Um, and this red circle shows a future mixed-use area planned for, for um, Pleasant View Road beyond the Beltline. We can really see the results of that mixed-use uh, compact development reducing the amount of tra traffic that's generated from development. So even if we are growing on the outskirts somewhat, there's some things that we can do as far as mix of uses, walkability, um, potentially transit accessibility that can reduce vehicle miles of travel and re reduce traffic. If we're to kind of compare two areas that have some existing development, this is the Hilldale Mall area on the near side. Uh, close to Sun Prairie on the north side. I mean, you can really see some of the different outcomes with the dark green low vehicle miles traveled by Hilldale. Again, transit accessible. Um, fairly compact, uh, slightly higher to the uh, kind of dark red color out in the outskirts where people have to drive more often to get to work or um, go shopping. So with Urban Footprint, we actually created three growth scenarios just to kind of get the conversation started. Um, these are not plans. They're just uh, possible different futures for the city. Um, one of them really has an, whoops, one of them really has an edge development focus, so you can kind of see that in the green um, on the edge of the city here as compared to some smaller amount of potential redevelopment uh, on the isthmus and, and near east, near west sides. And from that we can see, obviously, we would consume more land on the outskirts if we were to proceed with something like that um, and also have um, comparatively higher vehicle miles traveled or traffic amounts with that style of development. If we were to proceed with a mix, obviously would be consuming less land. In this scenario, uh, about a square mile less land would be developed. That uh, 
traffic or VMT number goes down. And then if we were to really focus on redevelopment, um, again, the traffic amount goes down as well. And uh, certainly land consumption goes down because we would be proceeding with redeveloping existing areas of the city as opposed to uh, new development on the outskirts. So to kind of just quickly scroll through the, the differences in these two or these three scenarios, you can kind of see the shifting of the development from the outskirts to the center of the city in those, those scenarios. We have something very similar available on our uh, Magic Madison website. So again, if uh, you have people that you know are interested in participating in providing feedback and, and direction to this, encourage you to spread the word on, on this uh, portion of the exercise as well. And if you're not able to visit this uh, growth prioritization table tonight, you can certainly uh, log on the website as well and, and see some of the metrics and, and information that are related to this. So in order to give you a little bit of context about what we actually have been experiencing over the past 10 years, we have a, a few maps here, a series of maps that shows uh, development and redevelopment that's occurred since 2006. Um, so this is in 2006, you can kind of see a smattering of development projects uh, combined development and some select neighborhoods on the outskirts. And as we start to scroll through the following years, you can really start to see uh, multifamily development take off a little bit in 2008, as well as start to see a lot of areas. And as we get into 2011, 12, 13, whoops, uh, on through 2015, um, you can see the significant amount of redevelopment that's occurred downtown in terms of the number of new dwelling units that that uh, have been built in the past 10 years. Um, at the same time, we certainly have still have uh, development on the outskirts, both multifamily and single family. And ultimately, the, the ratios um, for that 10-year period, slightly more edge development in terms of the number of dwelling units as compared to redevelopment. But overall, it's a fairly even mix, um, a lot more even than a lot of um, other cities and villages of similar size that you might see in other states. So this kind of leads to the question, are we on the right track with this ratio? Is this something that uh, we would want to see continue this, you know, this ratio roughly into the future? Or would we want to see less edge development, more redevelopment, or vice versa? So that's really what the uh, growth prioritization table at the back there is, is all about. We have that discussion, um, provide some comments and feedback about what you think uh, the city should be doing to accommodate those new uh, 40,000 units that we're expecting by 2040. Um, and so the, when you get to that back table, if you do uh, opt to, um, you'll be seeing a map like this. We have the city broken down into five broad categories. Um, kind of areas one and five are, are the areas where we would see edge development. Um, and then two, three, and four are primarily developed right now, um, and we would see redevelopment if uh, we, we had more households going in there. So what we'll, we'll be looking for from you is to place a uh, half dozen orange dots that will be at the, ta the table back there. They're all numbered. Um, those would correspond with a sheet where you would kind of tell us why you think uh, development would be appropriate in the areas that you would be placing those dots. 
Um, we also have an additional feedback form that's available at all tables to provide um, some more feedback on growth prioritization as well as um, your thoughts on this meeting and hopefully uh, we're looking to collect demographics as well to kind of see who's participating in these, these outreach efforts uh, so we can report back to the plan commission and kind of explain how many, how many people we've reached. As far as next steps, um, after we hold these public, public meetings and then continue with uh, input and, and feedback on the website, the website will be open through mid-December um, for these feedback uh, items. We'll be look, looking to draft the plan through March, roughly, and then after that we'll be presenting the plan to the public for public feedback and comments and the drafted text, um, and then also going through the various boards, committees, and commissions that the city has and then ultimately the plan commission and then city council will be considering the, the plan for adoption. Um, and we think that'll happen probably in the June-July uh, time period of 2018. So we had a sign-in sheet kind of at the uh, front of the room by the doors uh, when you came in. We encourage you if you have or continue updates on the process. Um, so when a, a draft plan is released, for example, we would... Um, anticipate uh, doing an email blast for that. Um, so certainly encourage you to, to sign up with your email address. Um, and then you can contact us through a variety of methods. If you have questions that pop into mind um, after this meeting um, and are looking to communicate with us about those, certainly uh, feel free to email us, give us a call, um, anything uh, that you'd like, like to do to uh, discuss the comprehensive plan. So with that, we can kind of turn it back over to you as far as uh, giving us your feedback at the, the tables that we have set up. Um, as Savannah had mentioned, <coughs> Savannah and Kirsty had mentioned, well, we have three 20-minute rounds tonight, so you won't be able to make it to all of the tables. Um, so if there are tables that you want to give us feedback on that you aren't able to make it to, the website is a perfect vehicle for that. Um, but would encourage you to, to uh, find the table that you want to provide feedback on, start there, and then we'll be uh, rotating every 20 minutes from uh, here on through 8 o'clock. <laughs>